Welcome into Inside LAFC. It's always great to say that, even more so these weeks where we have all across the city, across the country, across the world of self-quarantined, self-distance, and good job to everyone out there because we know it's difficult. Hopefully you're getting in a rhythm. Max Bredos here, Vince LaRosa here on Skype. Hello, Vince. Hi, Max. How are you holding up? You know, today's one of the first days that I feel like it, it hit me a little bit. Where I felt a little bit maybe uh, I've been maybe pushing it in the closet a little bit and, I, and it, I've, I've been a little bit caged up and feel like I want to get out and about but I know that the best thing to do is to stay in so you're getting uh, your exercise I am getting my exercise I, I, uh, I took part in the uh, LAFC group exercise which you should have been a part of with Daniel um, and it was fun but yeah I'm getting I'll get a little stir crazy but I think being able to do these these podcasts and do stuff with you has, has helped me uh, yep. alleviate some of that pain. Yeah, I've actually had a good – I got like a good four-mile run. I do some stretching, some push-ups. I feel fantastic after that run. Yeah. And week one was a lot of uh, self-medication. Yeah. And then good. we celebrated our week two. We actually got a cake here in the Bredos household, and we celebrated with a little bunt cake. Two weeks of self-quarantine. I saw oh, the good. cake. It was very colorful. Yeah. It looked really good. I'll save you some. I, we didn't eat a lot of it, so it was not a lot. Hey, you know, there's a lot of things to be po- – I know there's a lot of things to be concerned about. I know. And we're going to try and keep it positive. And you got to keep positive to kind of attack this head on and go about your days. I mean, you're indoors, but you've got to be productive. We know that. So there's a lot of positivity out there. And we're recording this on a Friday, Vince. And there was nothing that hit me with more positivity than seeing the release of Carlos Vela on GQ Magazine – Looking like a million dollars, looking like uh, – who is a, the big – was his name Andres? I forgot. He was a big Mexican uh, TV and film star. He was really good looking. Anyway, Carlos, you see that? And then you see him in the, the, the denim, the, the Canadian tuxedo for lack of a better word, and he looked great. That was one of those things where I just – that got me off on a great start on this Friday. Well, what was your favorite look? My, I, I ha- the, You know, I'm not normally a fan of – yeah, I'm not a fan of the denim on denim normally, but – it's Carlos, and uh, he's a he's a good looking dude, and uh, that's a that's a look. I think yes. maybe you and I should copy that look one day. Show up to LAFC training, maybe when we're back, maybe one of the first days back. See if Carlos recognizes us in his denim on denim ensemble. Yes, I got my black denim uh, jack guest jacket with the LAFC, but I don't have a blue one. I mean, I'll get ridiculed if I wear jeans and a blue denim shirt. Uh, I'm gonna get it. Just I just know what's gonna happen. Well, we do. It won't look as good as me that it did on Carlos. Yeah, we're we, you, to tell the people that what kind of what goes on. We're we're a little unfair to you at, at training. We like to we like to pick on you a little bit. So I don't I don't know if there's anything you could show up in and we wouldn't try to have a yeah. go at you. It's just it's it's what we do. Yeah. Well, the big one is Thorington calling me Air Bud because I was always wearing the AirPods, which I told him you would love them, and one day he's gonna get them, and he's gonna go, why didn't I try this sooner? And I go AirPod, and it all of a sudden became Air Bud, which is a movie about a dog that joins sport teams. And I, I don't know, I don't know. I love it though. It's reassuring when I'm there. Here, John, I go, hey, Air Bud. I'm like, I love it. Well, if John's listening, he knows this is true. He said to us that he feels he cannot get them because he's made fun of people so much, and he knows that he's missing out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh well, you know. It was interesting. I know in our first pod, we talked about it. Everyone at LAFC was coming up. We had these groups. People were getting on conference calls. If, you know, when you hear about it and you hear all these ideas and um, you don't, you figure this isn't all going to happen. But 
it's a testament to the incredible people that work at this club, and I'm learning more and more about it. Things are getting executed, and it's continuing to do it, and that is keeping, you know, the club alive. You know, so there's some people and there's some sport teams by unfortunately because they have no other choice. But there's uh, companies that kind of have to close down. But the LAFC response has been like, what can we do to serve the supporters? What can we do to serve our partners? And, and it's been it's been really cool. And part of it, Vince, and you can touch on that, too, was we got the execution of uh, Instagram live uh, that the first episode was brought by uh, presented by Adidas L.A., all coming together, and I got to go on there, and I know you're going to ridicule my Instagram skills, but I got to go to talk to Mark Anthony K, and that was the 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 precious breath of air I've had in a while, the figurative sense, and it was that told me all these talk that we had is now coming into reality. Yeah, it's a you. I I, I like to make fun of you, but I really did enjoy your your Instagram live with Mark, and I can't wait for the next in the series because it was I need that. a stylus. I need a stylus because my finger would not and every time I try to switch off the questions, it flipped to show the hall the doorway mm-hmm. in my, my bedroom. I mean it's not a studio, it's my bedroom. Yeah. My thing for you, I was like, just leave it alone, Max. Stop touching it. But you couldn't you couldn't help yourself. You just had to try to try to do it. Every time you said it was your last time doing it, you did it again. Well, okay, 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 Mr. La Rosa Nodal. You didn't you weren't sitting there while your phone was blowing up with shoots Bullock talk and other people going, get rid of the question. And I go, I'm trying, I'm trying <laughs> to do this. And every time I, I was on my phone, so every time I minimized the photo with Mark Anthony, he would disappear. And then I'd re- return to a text and go, I'm trying to do that. And he goes, yeah. get rid of the comments. I'm like, all right, we're taking well, you behind the curtain. Well, look, I mean, we already had our technological snafu of, of the week. We tried to do our kind of live LFC 30, which we're going to bring back in a different capacity for everyone that that, <laughs> that, that ridiculed us and rightfully sh- rightfully so. Look, my little computer can only take so much. It could not handle streaming and and live live podcasting and all that at the same time. So we're going to change it around a little bit, but it's going to be wait, good. Wait, we were sweating bullets because my audio, I heard it play back in my ear and I started to sweat. I go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's not going as planned, but we muscled through it, Vince. We Can muscled I, through it. The only thing that prepared me for that was the fact that I have many a times played a show where three or four people showed up to the bar. And I'll tell you, if you you've been humbled by having one or two people show up. When there's less people in the bar than are on stage, you are supremely humbled. <laughs> and that is how I was able to, to keep a brave face and, and push us through. But man, huh. I, 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 I had to change my shirt after. I sweat right through it. <laughs> well, let's talk about Mark. Mark Anthony was tremendous. And when we, we they were mentioning who should we have on first, that was the name that I came out because I go, he is so honest. He'll tell you how it is. And I was thrilled with some of the answers. And I know you wrote an article, which is available if LAFC.com. Go read it now. Uh, it's on the LAFC Twitter handle as well, among many other places. Uh, but I was curious, he, he, okay, what are you doing? And then he comes in just, oh, I've started doing yoga. I've started doing yoga and it's you wrote about it beautifully, and it's it it showed you how his mind works. Because I'm going to do something that's going to push me. It's not just going to help my body. Because if I started yoga, I would say it's going to help my body. It seems like he's doing it to challenge his body the same way he would challenge himself if he was training with the team, finding ways to get out of a comfort zone. So when I heard that, it I, to me it said it said a lot about the kind of guy. And competitor he is. 
Yeah, I think you got a little window into the Mark Anthony K mentality as a player because we I've seen him on the training ground multiple times walk off and have long conversations with Bob where he says, you know, I want to do this, but I need to do this. And Bob either has to say, OK, hey, you're OK here, but you need to do better here. Or sometimes he even has to slow him down where Mark is just getting too far ahead of himself saying, hey, I was horrible here. I can't do this. I can't do that. And Bob's like, hold on. It's a process. You're going to you're going to get better. You're going to find times when you feel uncomfortable, but you're going to move out of that and you're going to become a better player. But yeah, I think you really you there's two things that you hit on in that interview. And that was first the mentality that Mark has to that, you know, pulled him out of the USL, pulled him out of leaving the uh, Toronto Academy and basically got him to this level where he's an MLS all star. And the other thing that I, that I took away from it that I that basically made me want to write that article was when Mark kept talking about how from the top down, the club continues to to make sure that everyone in the squad is connected uh, between the coaching staff to the medical staff to the performance staff across all the players. It's been a top-down thing. And that was one of the first things that when I talked to Bob, uh, you know, we talked about a lot of stuff, but the article I wrote, I just wanted to write about the fact that he kept bringing it to guys that we got to find a way to be together, even though we're apart because the, the greatest strength we have is what we do together. He just kept going back to how training is times when we get to be together. We get to smile. We get to challenge ourselves. And he was adamant that they cannot lose that. And it's just been interesting to me to then hear from Mark and then talk to Daniel Guzman, who's a, a performance coach with LFC and really helps the guys kind of with their routines and works with Gavin, works with the medical staff. They're all staying in contact and they're doing that. It's a top-down thing where they're making sure that no matter what, they have someone to lean on. And, and that was one of the great things that Daniel said afterwards. He goes, you know, I'm a, I'm a performance coach. I want guys to, to reach their marks and speed and power and all those things. But at the end of the day, he thinks that the most important thing that they're going to get from this is the fact that they were there for each other. And the guys are going to say, Hey, on days when I was down, some, somebody had my back and that's going to serve them well, you know, whenever the season picks up. And then I think even going beyond in their careers, it's something um, that's maybe unique to, to LAFC. I mean, it's definitely, I, I see it from some of the teams around, around the league trying to be together, but just being able to hear kind of the, the nuts and bolts of how LAFC is trying to do it really uh, was something that uh, I wanted to write about, and it was it was something cool to to put down uh, for people to kind of get an insight into how we're doing things in this time. Real quickly, the because I want to talk about training, the moratorium for Major League Soccer now April third. Yep. For when they can train at the earliest. When they can pl- at the earliest when they can play was set at May, but every time we don't hear anything, it would seem that's going further back. So it, we we don't want to speculate, but mid May. We'd be probably shocked if that is the case. So it's going to be interesting. I think whenever the t- the league does return, to, I would almost try and watch as many games as possible across the league. Because it's going to be really interesting to see how these teams adapt from coming out of this quarantine, coming out of isolation. And they'll they'll have a good amount of training under their belt by then, but that whole process is going to affect teams differently. And I just know because we're around LAFC, but I just, after making these relationships, I feel they are so much better equipped without knowing what other teams are doing. And LAFC has better resources, obviously. They have a bigger crew than many other clubs. You get the feeling that they are going to be so much more well-equipped because I think there's going to be a, there's going to be some teams that come out they are going to – it's. It's going to be those guys that were out at sea, cast away, and come back and are trying to do the little things basically that are that seem so basic and maybe not. I don't want to go too far down that route, but I, I 
when when you hear this, and I heard Mark Anthony talk about it, you see the the uh, the connections and all the resources that LAFC feel like they it was almost like they were prepared and equipped that something like this could happen. Well, I remember, I think it was leading into this season, we were talking with some people, you and I at, at the Performance Center, and they said, you know, one of the reasons why we have such a good start to seasons is because even though everyone is at a, uh, a serious incline and they're trying to get their fitness going, the one thing we have for us is we know who we are. We know our team identity. We know what we want to do. They simplify things in that way. So I think it, would, it is going to be interesting because if you're a team that went into this break, not quite sure what your identity was, I'm not sure how easily you're going to be able to translate to put that to players, whereas LAFC already knows what they want to do. They can still have these conversations. Um, so if you're a team like like Nashville, who's still turn, trying to figure out themselves, uh, Galaxy, to be quite honest, they don't know quite what they're doing yet. They're, I think they're going to struggle again just like to start to a season because they don't have an identity, whereas LAFC, of course, they're going to be behind the eight ball and fitness, but that's where everyone's starting from. Now, in terms of ideas and actually what you want to do on the pitch, I agree with you. LFC is going to be well ahead of the curve. And, and by simplifying it in these ways, saying, look, this is the way we want to play. And during this time, we want to make sure that we can support each other and be together as much as we can. So stay in communication. Those things are going to allow them to kind of just pick up and start in a different spot, regardless of fitness. Uh, Vince, I want to ask you about uh, you, you were talking to performance coach Daniel Guzman about all the resources he's using. And one of the things in your article that he referenced was the the use of technology. We're feeling that. We certainly are. We're helping to keep the club up and running by doing a podcast on Skype, by doing uh, meetings on Zoom, by doing all that. So the players and the coaches are doing that too. They're using Skype. They're using Zoom. They're using Twitter. What did he tell you about how those those apparatuses, apparati, are making life easier in 2020 during this well, for him, it was about learning everything, right? Because he was like, whatever way I got to reach out to somebody, that's how I'll do it. I think the strongest- oh, and, he said Insta- and he said Instagram, right? Well, was- that's what I'm gonna say. I think the strongest quote was, he, he said to me, man, you know, Instagram is, has been a godsend because these guys live on Instagram. <laughs> they, they just do it. He goes, you know what? I, I can record just a quick uh, demonstration or just a quick demo of what, uh, uh, what I want them to do. Send it to a guy, he's got it, he can do it. He goes, so Instagram has actually been the biggest savior to him. But in terms of group learning, it's been, you know, the WebEx, the Zooms, the FaceTime, uh, the, the cool quote in there about him saying he FaceTimed Jordan Harvey to help him set up his home gym. I mean, they're, they're going to whatever lengths it takes and using whatever technology it takes. But at the end of the day, he said, you just can't compete with Instagram and how easily he can get that, especially the younger guys, especially those guys that are, are here from, from like South America, the young, younger, you know, the 21 year olds, the 20 year olds. They're living on Instagram. So if he just can send them a message and he knows that they're going to get it right there on Instagram, that's how he's going to do it. It's um, first of all, I, I try to go to a couple stores to build a mini gym, some barbells and a kettlebell. Everything's sold out, sold out, sold out. I'm sure the rack is emptier than the toilet paper rack. I kid you not. Secondly, and you know, my wife gives me and rightfully so. I shouldn't talk so loud. She's she's not too far from me here. Yeah, she's probably here. Uh, yeah. But she goes, you have your phone in your hand all the time. I always have my phone in the hand. It's it's embarrassing. But I can't relinquish it because there's so much going on. And at some point, we have to. Mm-hmm. But right now, with this thing so so present, it feels like in one way, whether it's to text, whether it's to call, whether it's a Zoom, whether anything, it doesn't feel like I'm wasting time. Sure, I'll send a, a dumb tweet about McDonald's French fries from here. But that's, you no. Know, by and large, it's a survival equipment. 
Um, I want to ask you something else about the conversation, which was pretty interesting. And he mentioned the technology. He mentioned the running. He mentioned building the gyms for these guys. Mm-hmm. But this quote really got me. It's at these times, it's not like an off-season phase. It's a lockdown phase. They're missing the football, which is the most important. How do they fill that void? What did he say about that? I mean, wait, before I even say anything, who does that sound like to you? Like who, <laughs> who would talk like that? I mean, you want to talk about you want to talk about top down. Yeah, you want to talk about top down. I mean, that honestly, I was I'm listening to him, and it's it's early in the morning. I just done a workout, just done a workout with him. Bob Bradley quote: "They're missing the football, which is the most important." Literally, that was the first question I asked him too. I said, "Hey, so you know, everyone keeps asking me, what are these guys going to be like? Like, how quickly does it leave in the two weeks?" And and the first thing he says was, "Man, it's the football. They're missing the football." And and I think that just goes. What do they What do they do about that? He said that the, the guys, you know what they did? They, they, they know where the guys live and they basically got on Google Maps and said, hey, could you go to this park and maybe go run here? What's over there? Oh, go to this park. Is it too hilly? Is it flat? What can you do with the ball over there? Is there a field there? They literally mapped it out for a lot of guys to have them get out there and kick the ball. But again, it, it just goes back to that top, top down approach where everyone's on the same page. technology too, Google Maps. Yeah. Hey, well, it, look, Bob says to them, hey, look, this is what I, I need. He, and that's, that was one of the, the cool things that he told me too is I said, well, how does the process start? Is it just you and Gavin, who is the, the, the director of the performance team? Is it just you guys saying, here's what we think guys need? He says, no, we, we went to the coaching staff. The coaching staff said, hey, we think certain players need this. Then we went to the medical staff. The medical staff said, okay, this guy's at this range. He needs this. And they really did an individual uh, plan for each guy. Um, but yeah, that, that quote is, is pure Bob Bradley. It's, it's, it's the mentality of this team, man. They, they, they live and breathe football um, and they're doing their best to try to get them some football while, you know, they're still, they're definitely doing runs. They're definitely, you know, lifting some weights and stuff like that. But like Daniel said, the, the one thing that they're trying the best to, to help them is find places where they can maybe just do a little bit of football so they don't lose it completely. Cause he said that at the end of the day, more so than fitness, that's going to decision-making and just t- the touch of the ball, it's it's going to be a thing that goes, and there's just no way they they can really get around it right now because you can't be in groups of people. <laughs> so don't don't scream if you see these heavy touches in the first game back that sail. It's just going to happen. But it's going to yeah, happen for, on both sides. There's going to be a couple of those. Yeah, I'm going to not park my car too close to practice facilities because I don't want a repeat of Carlos Pavone launching balls and hitting my windshield. Yeah, that Good might call. happen too. Uh, and again, they're tailoring it. You mentioned it. it's so specific to every player, whether they're right footed or left footed or central or or play out wide. And it's I, the the the, de- the attention to details had to to really uh, move you a bit when you're having these conversations. Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought you and I were busy trying to learn all these new technologies. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to complain anymore. Well, Daniel's learning the new technology, plus trying to put individual things, plus getting feedback. He talked about the heart monitors that all these guys wear when they go for runs. He said as soon as they finish and they plug it back in, it uploads to a central location that all the coaching staff and everyone has access to. So there's feedback that way. I mean, they're monitoring these guys as if they're right there with them and over their shoulder. So they're they're doing their best. Uh, but man, yeah, I couldn't couldn't imagine trying to keep up plans for every single one of these guys. So, uh, uh, you know, kudos to Daniel and the rest of the team for really trying to keep that all together. Very good stuff. And uh, we're going to continue to keep tabs uh, and make sure you stay close with us. There'll be many more platforms where we roll out some stuff and make sure you go to LAFC.com for all the specifics. It bears repeating about washing your hands, about the, the self-distancing, what you can do. 
I think Mayor Garcetti spoke uh, publicly a couple days ago and, you know, things are I mean, the one thing is everything's closing for the better beaches. You know, people freaked out. They said, Runyon Park, Runyon. We both hike there. there I mean, yeah. it, it's a canyon, right? And you Runyon think of this canyon, big, I'm sorry, Runyon Park. Yeah, Runyon Canyon. You think of this big expanse? It's really not. The canyons are tight. You have to be next to people. And so yes. for people that don't know, it needed to be shut down. Yes. Well, I have a, there's an aviation track right here in Rodondo Beach that I'd go to and I'd run. They finally closed it down. Sometimes I'd run on the track, but there were so many people there. I'm like, what are you doing? There was a guy having a training with 20 kids doing uh, football drills, American football. And I'm like, I, I, I should have said something. Anyway, but they have the mayor that had to close it. It's going to be for the better. I swear there's there, the results show that this self distancing and the isolation and flattening the curve makes a lot of sense. So keep doing it. And uh, hopefully more promising news uh, coming out. But that we're not going to talk about that. We're going to stick to LAFC. I will. We do have we do have a big game coming up on Sunday, though. Yeah, we do. And you're calling it. I am calling it. We're going to talk to our guy. You know him. You love him. Remy Martin. He's going to be in the L.A. charity FIFA 20 challenge. All proceeds donated to support the fight against COVID-19. Go to LAFC.com slash foundation to find out. He's going to take on the Galaxy EMLS player. And we'll get into those details coming up next on Inside LAFC. But before we go, maybe a new little segment. Something that you have noticed about the current state of affairs. I mentioned that you can't get fitness equipment, but I'm going to come up with another thing and then you can give me something. All right. Okay. It could be like, there's no toilet paper. Okay. Here's the one that I have noticed. I go on a jog. I have noticed when I walk more and more people in their cars where their car is a home office. At least that's what I think is going on, but they're in there calling. They're doing, I seen people screaming. I saw it was in my street. There was like three cars in a row had people and they're running and I think that's okay, right? I mean, it's not ideal, but they're in a controlled yeah. space. You get a little office, you got some you windows. Just, I kind of got a little envious. I go, I kind of want to go in my car and do a couple of calls you, where I could be profane and just you know, speak freely. You know what I've noticed, and I, I'm guilty of this too. So on a, a normal Saturday or Sunday, there is a lot of people jogging through my neighborhood, getting out and being physically active. No one, but you know where they all are? They're at the beach, running on the strand of the beach. And I went down there. Strand is closed. Strand closed. And yeah. in Long Beach, it, it's still- Not in Long Beach, but in LA. Not in Long Beach yet, but it will be because of those reasons. So yeah. I, the first thing I thought was like, why am I not just running in my neighborhood? There's no cars. There's no foot traffic. I should be, so I will be taking the advice of the mayor and I will be running in my neighborhood. I, I Listen, I'm not going to get into politics, but I think Mayor Garcetti's addresses have been great. And he's, he's almost like, he goes, look, we left it open. We know you love to, tri- to, to to hike on Runyon Canyon. We know it's a very popular spot, but I got no choice. You yeah. tied my hands. He goes, I know the beach is great. We love our 4th of July, but you left me no choice. <laughs> well, if you want to have the 4th of July, you're going to have to listen to the mayor yeah. and do what we got to do. This is why we can't have good things. Yep. But he's been good. But California, L.A., you're doing great. You're doing great. Keep doing what you do. And thanks for joining us here on Inside LFC. We're going to be right back, and we will be joined by Remy Martin. Inside LAFC, the Max and Vince podcast, our second episode since our triumphant return, and we're really excited to welcome a very special guest. He is our LAFC champion right now. 
because he is active. You know him. You love him on Twitter. And it's Remy Martin with M-A-R-T-I-N-N, Martin Origuel. We'll call you Remy. Is that all right? Yeah, that's perfect. That sounds perfect to me. We go with that. That's also Vince's favorite brandy in cognac. He puts it down. What? <laughs> there we go. Maybe, maybe after this we could uh, we could go celebrate or something. Well, after everything has been resolved, obviously. Hey, let's. I'll get us started here, Remy. And I know uh, we'll talk about you as the LAFC EMLS player and the success you have had. But what's going on with? I mean, this seems like a good time for you to, as much as you practice, to get even mm-hmm. more practice in. Yeah, of course. I mean, I find myself having uh, a lot of time on my hands, especially with what's going on right now. Uh, Just take advantage of it, work on my craft, and then just spend a lot of time with family because that's, I mean, a lot of us are in quarantine right now. So uh, just spending most of my time on the sticks and then just obviously, since I'm with my family, I got to take advantage of that because, you know, never know what's going on in this world right now. So I'm sure you played video games and your family would probably say at some point, Remy, Get off of that, la, la, la. If you ever go, yeah, well, I'm glad I stayed on. Some people owe me an apology. I just say that because my mom used to say that to me when I watched too much sports on TV. Now I go, hey, look at me now. Yeah, I mean, of course. Well, actually, that's actually false. My parents are perfectly fine with me playing as much time as I could get because obviously it's paying off right now. So they're even encouraging, you know what? Don't spend time with us. Get on the sticks. Lock the door and just stay inside. We're we're cool the right sticks. now. I love it. Remy, how does it how does it work, man? Because obviously, look, we all play video games. I'm sure you've ran into plenty of people that go like, "I'm pretty good," and you probably just smile and go, "Yeah, yeah I bet you're okay." Uh, but how does it work? How do you, how do you start to figure out like, "Hey, I'm not just pretty good. I could really legitimately do this." Like, when when does that start? When do you get the inkling that you're good enough to to make a, a career out of this? Okay, well, for me, it started two years ago. I always thought I was good enough, um, but it wasn't against. It wasn't until I came up against one of the best, like some of the best players in uh, in FIFA, and then I obviously at the beginning wasn't as good as them. But I was like, damn, I still got a long ways to go. And so ever since then, I kind of just started playing more. And even once I came across them, like the tougher players. I added them and like, you know what, hey, let's get a scrimmage or something just to get get myself better in shape for for tougher matchups. So that's pretty much my mindset when I first started. And then after that, it just just little things here and there because you're always looking to get better. So that's that was the aim always. And you played the, the sport into college. So uh, if you're like me, you're probably like, man, I don't ever want to quit being on the field, but what, at what point did you have to kind of separate yourself and go, all right, this is where I'm a professional, and then I can still get on the pitch, kick the ball around, but I'm a pro here. Yeah, so my first initial thoughts of transitioning from soccer to uh, video games, I guess, FIFA, eSports, was in 2017 when I first represented LAFC. That was the first time I had the thought. Like It came across, and I was like, no, 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 no let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Let me keep going at it. And then, uh, what do you know, a year and a half later, I qualified for a couple of tournaments and then things went on. And then I'm here at LAFC and obviously now I'm, I'm super 100% focused on esports. So, But always in my subconscious, there's always soccer and there's always this little hope that I can make it one day, <laughs> professionally that is. Let's talk about your playing career. You, you played in college. You Tell us a little bit about your, your playing career and how did that kind of help you 
pivot into FIFA. Yeah, so, I mean, I've been playing soccer since I can remember. Five years old is when I first, like, started the AYSL League, which is, I think, I don't know if it's a national thing, but that's what uh, the league was called here. And then I started getting into club teams, traveling, and stuff like that. So, and then, obviously, I played high school, JV, varsity. My first year, I played JV, which is kind of normal for a lot of players. Um, then I went into varsity, and then I played college. It's community college. I played my two years, and I still have two years left of university. So, I mean, I'm I'm confident in myself that I could get back there and uh, play at a high level. So, I've I've played in Mexico like a lot of times. So, I, I think I've got some experience behind me to be able to make it somewhere. You commit to fitness, cardio, kicking the ball out in a park, playing games. How much how much of that takes up of, of your day? I mean, I especially right now since I've been playing uh, esports for LAFC right now, it's been I wouldn't say tough, but I just get I don't know why it's I've been sitting down. I just get lazy, which is so bad to say, but I just get lazy sometimes. But I mean, if I could get in four workouts throughout the week, I think I'll 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 be I'll be able to run at least one half, one half, and That's like true. maybe some some me out in the 60th minute or so. I always say if I could get like a strong 15 minutes, I feel like I could go 15 and that's it. And I'm, I'd be I mean, gassed. Yeah, I'm probably getting too ahead of myself, to be honest. But well, well, tell us how, like, like how is it, how is it different, and how is it the same? Obviously, playing the video game is is very different. I, I I've watched you play in some of the tournaments, and the way you have to move the ball is somewhat similar, but there's still a lot of differences. So tell us kind of what what you've been able to take from you know your days playing on the actual pitch, and then yeah. what you had to really kind of learn that you have to do to actually be successful yeah i mean early on i think that was very vital for me especially just even like the easiest and most simplest thing as as knowing where to who to pass the ball to and who where to score at that's probably the simplest thing but i mean early on it did help me because i was i was just trying to transition everything i know from soccer into fifa so everything from switches uh split passes uh, layer check-ins and stuff like that. So early on, that was what helped me a lot, just naturally be good at it. And then as time went on, I started adding other aspects of FIFA, like the video game. So I think combining both things, it turns out very good. On that, which is interesting because you had the soccer background. I hear so many people that tell us that FIFA was their intro, FIFA the video game, their introduction to the sport of soccer. And they have gr- grown a sophistication about the sport because of what they have seen digitally to see the, the video game experience. And they learn who Paul Pogba is and they learn who Lionel Messi is. So how has your experience been of, of seeing people that have come the other direction? And is that is that helped them? I mean, how do you see that help them where they kind of come in with a blank slate? Damn, I've actually never thought about that. That's yeah. I mean, that's fair to say. I mean, mind Remy I'll tell you man yeah, yeah yeah all right all right so I don't know like I've never came across or at least everybody I know in the Xbox PS4 side of playing FIFA they've all had somewhat of a background of playing uh soccer or some kind of sport in general so I wouldn't know too much but just let's I'm gonna just speak on it just because I want to talk about it as well I don't know I feel like it'll be a little bit difficult but I think that's just me saying like not the best of uh assumptions i don't know i don't really know what to say on that part because i'm not too 
uh, educated on that part, but yeah. Remy, what have what have the what have the events been like? You've you've gotten to compete in two. You qualified obviously for the EMLS Cup. Unfortunately, it's been uh, postponed because of South by Southwest. But tell us, kind of, for somebody that that doesn't know what what it's like for you. I mean, you're traveling. Um, you're having to you know keep keep track of time. You're I mean, this is a, it, it is a sport in a lot of ways where you literally can't just show up and roll in there. You got to really uh, be on top of things. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people have this misconception of where it's just sitting down in a chair and just crossing your fingers and hoping you, you get through the game and hopefully win. I don't think it's it's much more than that. It takes a lot of mental uh, strength because it's, there's a lot of stress to playing FIFA. So, And I'll combine it with other things that are outside of playing video games like family stuff or even like going to class or stuff like that that just everything just kind of adds up and then sometimes it's hard for some players to just solely focus in but yeah it takes a lot of a lot of stuff so you just got to really focus in and get the grind on and at the end of the day it's going to be worth it because this is this is something special that's brewing right now and what did you you know obviously you, you quarterfinals first stage semifinals next stage so you're progressing each time you're now uh, I, I believe you're tied for third in the EMLS rankings. So what what are you learning mm-hmm. as you're going through this, as you're kind of going through the process? Uh, I'm learning a lot of things, especially from, I think it was the first event in Philly where I got on the stage and I was nervous. I was like very anxious. It wasn't like, because I, I, there's no pressure. It's just the pressure that you apply on yourself. Because I don't feel pressure from uh, like fans or even like the club itself, like, Whatever pressure I get is from myself, and I think if I if I could take that out, I'll play a lot better. Especially whenever um, EMLS Cup comes back, I'll be more ready than ever. So I think that was something that I learned off of the Philly trip, just confidence and taking it into Portland. That was very vital for me. Like Vince said, you're ranked number three uh, in the EMLS rankings. But what is Look, let's be honest. If you were ranked 23, there'd be pressure. There'd be a lot of pressure on you right now. How competitive is it, and how do you manage that pressure to be to stay at the top, to stay in that top five, ten percent of the league? Yeah, I mean, like that goes back to what I was saying. Uh, The only pressure that I feel is on myself, but I also put the pressure on myself of saying, like, this is LAFC. This is even if it's early on in year three, I believe. So. This this is already one of the biggest clubs in M- MLS and in the world, so I gotta really put the put the name up there. And I think uh, being ranked three is is very very close to that. So I'm very honored right now. All the time about us, we go. This is LAFC, so whatever we do, don't screw it up. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> That's the aim right now. <laughs> kind of steam, you know, moving that forward. Now we've got we've got you. You're going to be playing a, a big event this weekend. It's going to be at EMLS El Tráfico. I know some people are going to get upset with me for calling it an El Tropico, but that's what the league's calling it, so i got to roll with uh, it. Uh, um, you've, you've played, uh, Giuseppe, you've played uh, their player once before. Uh, tell us a little bit about that match and tell us how excited you are to to, to go against the Galaxy and do it for a good cause, should we say. We, it's going, yeah. Proceeds are going to go to to the LFC Foundation and the Galaxy Foundation. Yeah, that's the first thing that goes out, man. That's a very good cause that we're playing for. And I'm very excited to see what's what's in store for us playing the game, and very excited to to just be a part of this uh, what's going on right now. So, and then on to the game. I think uh, it's gonna go well for us. I mean, 
there's been a lot of uh, a lot of talking and especially in the Portland game where I played them, where I beat them, of course. And uh, you know, I'm gonna leave the I'm gonna leave the talking to the people that that have Twitter fingers and Instagram fingers and everything. But I already got one up, so uh, I think I can make it too. What is that like? I'm sure you get uh, a bit of trash talk coming from from Galaxy fans. What's that been like for you to kind of navigate those waters? Yeah, I mean, it, it's all, it's all good. It's all part of the sport. It's it's also some of the the relation that esports and just sports in general have, where you have that rivalry, and it's always good. It's always good to fuel up a bit of rivalry just because it attracts everybody. Everybody wants to see a bit of bit of trash talk between each other so and it's all at the end of the day we're we're friends me and him talk like all the time whenever we're at events he's a good friend of mine so but we're on the sticks uh it's time to it's time to get going but yeah i mean for the people that talk on the socials it's all right we, we let them talk and then they'll see the scoreline and then they'll they'll probably end up regretting their tweet <laughs> especially right now they're, they're gonna be deleting some tweets yeah yeah. Everyone is, is looking forward to the day that LAFC comes back to play. That's off. That's still way down I'll the road. That. That's way down the road. But in the meantime, all the pressure now on Remy's shoulders Let's to go. pull out the result on Sunday. Let's, I'll give the specifics. It is on Sunday. We're talking to you on a Friday, so we're going to let you go here soon so you can practice. Let's all go. proceeds will be donated to support the fight against coronavirus. It is a joint host by LAFC and the LA Galaxy. And it is on Sunday at noon Pacific time to raise awareness and money. Uh, Remy will take on Giuseppe Gigi Godfather Guastella in a home and away series on Sunday afternoon. It will be streamed live on LAFC's official Twitch account, as well as the club's dedicated esports social media channels, Instagram at LAFC Gaming, Twitter at LAFC Gaming. For more information on how to donate, Visit LAFC.com slash foundation. And I'm going to sweeten the pot. Are you ready for this, Remy? I'm ready. I'm going to call. I'm calling the match. I will be calling the match on Sunday. I oh, am so hyped. I'm so hyped because I haven't called anything in a while. Let's go. I'm very excited to have go. you. We're gonna be, you're going to have to practice the throw, the throw action. <laughs> I'll talk to the virtual linesman, too, to, when you're attacking to keep yeah, those please, flags down. Please. Please do that for me. I need some some nice goals going coming my way. I don't need it. I don't need a little help, but you know, little little help might might be needed. Remy, you're great to. You're, I mean, a lot of people when they they have a perception of of guys that are involved. In this you're just like a normal guy, like all of us. Yeah. who's a great. That's a really good athlete. And I Literally. really it's really good to chat with you. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's what a lot of people have. They think everybody just is solely focused on the game. I mean, I have a life outside of the, out of gaming, so I'm very excited to chat with you guys, and, you know, I can't wait for the next one. Well, Remy, let, remind people where they can find you. Shout out your Twitch channel. Let them know where they can kind of watch All you. Right, when, uh, there we go. All right, so Twitch, um, twitch.tv slash Remy Martin, same as my Twitter handle. It's martin but with double n at the end so just remy with an i and then martin double n so that's the twitter and that's the twitch and then for my instagram it's a little bit more difficult because getting names on instagram is super difficult so it's r m a r t i n and it's four n's and then an underscore oh and recently oh, recently wait, wait, wait i forgot to shout 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 one more out the tiktok slash at remy martin underscore we're gonna build up the following on the tiktok Got to have a TikTok. 
our tweets. There we go. Um, just remember Remy with an I. And I, I literally all over the place. It's I know, yeah. I know. It's super cool. You're gonna have to replay this to catch it. We will find you. Hey Remy, best <laughs> of luck, man. No pressure, but you. I don't want to mention any names, but Remy, you've got to win on Sunday. But we think. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. We, let's go. We 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 we're really happy to have you, and thanks for taking some time out to join us. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I'm I'm very honored to be on the show with with two legends, of course. So thank you guys. Oh, MVP already. We bring him back anytime. MVP. Well, there. Well, there you on. go. Another, another inside LAFC in the books. We want to thank Remy and Vince. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, especially here. We're here for you guys. So we have an outlet to talk football, to talk LAFC, to talk about the club, to talk about the supporters. So thanks again. We will see you very soon. <laughs>